0: If you're into designer furniture and you want the sofa that broke the internet, you don't have to go broke to get it. Because Designer Looks Furniture has all the same styles and trends and all the quality, but without the designer prices. Check them out. Designer Looks at Value City Furniture or DesignerLooks.com. Here's to the great American settlers. The millions of you who settled for unsatisfying jobs because they pay the bills. Of course, there is something else you could do if you got something to say. Start a podcast with Spreaker from iHeart and unleash your creative freedom. Maybe even earn enough money to one day tell your old boss, Hey, I'm no settler. I'm an explorer. Spreaker.com. S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. Hustle on over today.
1: Welcome to Raiders of the Lost podcast, one of the fastest growing movie podcasts in the world where we discuss all things film. In this episode, we have our weekly chat, Volume 5. Hello, movie friends. Welcome back to the show. Anthony here. And James here. It's weekly chat. It's Saturday. This is our episode that we just talk about random stuff. If movies come up, they come up, but we try to stay away from them as much as possible and just... Get it gives you all a chance to get to know us better. We talk about normal things. Normal stuff. We're normal humans. Yeah, yeah normal humans. humans. I do human stuff. How was your human week, Anthony? It was great. We just had Chipotle, which was awesome. Yeah, we're filming this, so it's on Thursday right now because I'm going to be in Yosemite all weekend. So I Yeah, you'll, you're going to be running a half marathon. I cannot wait. It's going to be a blast. Then you don't have to run before that. You're good? I just ran this Today? morning. Yeah. I just did a quick two miles, and then Friday off, and then tomorrow, Saturday. Saturday. tomorrow completely off. The run is Saturday morning at my wave is at six fifteen, so they do it in waves. It's probably about five thousand people running it. Wow. It's going to be around Bass Lake, beautiful location. How hot's it going to be? About seventy five, eighty by midday. So like when I run it, it'll probably be like sixty. Gotcha. Because it's so early in the morning, the sun's just getting up. But it's going to be really breathtakingly beautiful. I've looked at photos and videos, <laughs> and it's going to be, I think, a pretty easy one. It shouldn't be that hard. Yeah. You better wear sunscreen, man. The sun won't even be up. Okay, okay. I never wear sunscreen. <laughs> I'm a golden god. I am a golden god! I, it's in <laughs> Philadelphia. Dennis Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> I had an interesting morning where I went to the gym and nearly got into a fight with two gym bros. Yeah, can you explain the story to everyone? Yeah. Because, like, it sounds crazy. I wasn't there. Yeah, so I've been, I mean... I've been around the block. I've been working out off and on for since I was sixteen, fourteen, fifteen years old. Oh, you've so, been around the block, bro. Yeah, <laughs> so I've been I've been to the gym a few times, and this is the first time in my life I've ever been uh, harassed. I was literally harassed by these two fucking I don't know if they're on their cycles or they just are angry at themselves and they want to huff and puff at someone. By cycles, Anthony means juicing. Yeah, and it messes with your uh, <clears throat> emotional state and your control of your emotions. So maybe but they didn't look like cyclers but anyways <clears throat> like cyclers or c- people c- on cycles people on cycles. cyclers cyclists, no, sounds like Rice, no, cyclists. But, yeah okay <laughs> big difference and so i was on uh, a small cable machine so it has two cables it's not like a big arch that not, not that big frame but it's like a separate one and it's just like a small box and it has two cables and you can do all sorts of stuff on it i love the cables it's one of my favorite things to do for working out i think you have a lot of great control and flexibility. And you can take your time with it rather than dumbbells, which I also like. But I prefer cables. And there's two sets of the cables that you yeah. can use two at the same time. Yeah. So there's two double cables, and then there's also like four other cables that are just solo cables. So there's lots of things to use for cable work. And I and I came early to the gym, six fifty. I'm like, I know no one will be using it by then. I don't have to wait. And I was right. I get into the gym, and <clears throat> cables are open. So I'm like, sweet. Did a little stretch. Started working out. And I did my first set, which is a dumbbell, a, a cable lat pull down. I did my first set and I stand up and look at my phone to like, look at an alert or something. And then some guy walks over and starts grabbing one of the handle cables. And I go, excuse me, I'm using this. He's like, you're using this. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm using this. And he goes, how long are you going to be? I was like, I just started, man. I'm going to be maybe 10 or 15 minutes. And he just puff and puffed and turned around and, and acted like, he, like I was the bad guy. And this is bad etiquette. You have to... If someone's there, you should ask them, are you using this? He just walked up and tried to take the handlebar away. And then... I'm like, what the hell was that? And then two minutes later, another guy comes up. He's like, how much, how much longer are you going to be on this? And I was like, what is going on? I was like, I'll be... I'm, I just started, man. I'm going to be like 10, 15 minutes. I just started. And he's like, again, same thing. Huff and puff. Turns around. Walks away. Goes to another set of cables to do stuff. And then I'm like, what is up with these guys? And so then I... I do three exercises in this cable, so it's it's three three workouts, and I, I take about five minutes per each workout because I like to rest in between. Uh, like a you minute should minute. for um, unless you're doing like a hit
0: yeah, circuit fast, or something like that. L- unless you're
1: doing low weight. Optimal muscle recovery and strength gaining, building, it's minimum one and a half to three minutes between each set. If That's what kind of workout you're doing that day. If you're trying to build muscle and strength, you have to take two minutes is great. Three minutes is optimal for recovery time between sets. But I'm considerate. I don't like to take three minutes. I think it takes too long. Depending on the workout. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Like if you're on the cables, because people are trying to use them. Yeah. So if I'm on a dumbbell, if I'm using dumbbells, I'll take my time. But I, I like to be considerate. I don't like to hog things because I don't like it when other people hog things. But there's nothing you can do about it. And so, two minutes later, I'm on the next one. It's just shoulder stuff. And the second guy comes up to me again. He's like, "How much are you are you, are you gonna be done soon?" I was like, "I was like, man, I I got two more sets left. I'm I, I've only been here for five minutes." And he's he's like, rolls his eyes, lets out a deep breath, and then goes turns around and goes back. And then and then I finish that rep. And then the other guy, the first guy, he comes back. He's like, "Hey, man, how much longer are you gonna be on this?" And I'm like. I was like, dude, I'm, I'm. I was like, I'm, I'm almost done. I haven't even been here ten minutes. He's like, you've been here a lot longer than ten minutes. I was like, I was like, this is crazy. I was like, I have not been here for ten minutes. I just walked in the door and just got this cable. He's like, oh, and then he turns around and goes back to the other cable. I've been to a gym yeah. like the the gym in my entire life, like. Five hundred times or more. Yeah. I've never heard this ever happening me to, to either. me or you or anyone yeah. I know. It's and crazy. S- and then they and then so, so they both leave. And by the way, these guys didn't know each other. They just both wanted the cable machine that I was using. Is all and they had that in common. And I'm like, oh, what is going on? And then I'm then I finish the shoulders and I go on to the bicep version of that cable workout. And I I do a, a bicep rep set and then I turn and then the the second guy he's a tall guy. The first guy was a short guy. the, the tall guy. He's sitting, so in this machine is right next to turf. They have a nice turf in the center where you can do all sorts of stretching and stuff. He just, he's, he goes on his, he crouches down and he's just looking up at me, two feet from me. He's like, man. How much longer are you going to be? And I was, like, dude, what are you? I was like, dude, what are you talking about? I haven't even been here for 15 minutes inside the gym. There's no way I'm taking too long. He's like, everybody's saying it to me. He's like, everybody's talking about how long you're taking. And I'm like, who's saying? I was like, who's saying it? You and him? Who is it? Who are you, what are you guys talking about? What are you talking about? He's like, well, forget it, man. And he goes, just keep, you little bitch, just keep working out, you little bitch. Keep looking at your phone. And I was like, did you just call me a bitch? He's like, all you're doing is looking at your phone the whole time you've been here. Now I'm like, I am like, I take a minute to a minute and a half of rest in between every rep. And sometimes in between every set, sometimes I look at my phone. There's nothing wrong with that. Everybody does it. Every, I, I was like, I've seen people on this thing for an hour. I've seen squat racks being hogged for an hour. I don't have a problem with it. You're, you're, you're act, I was like, and I go, this is not your gym. This is not your machine. There's a gym full of shit you can use to do whatever you want. You do not have to use this right now. He's like, just go ahead, keep working out, bitch. Cook, just keep working out, you little bitch. And I was like, dude, look at yourself. I was like, you're, you're calling me a bitch in a gym. You're acting like a child. You and your buddy are children. You're acting like child, like, like a child. Like, shut the hell up. Let me do this. He's like, yeah, I'll just take your time, man. Don't let me bother you. And I was like, "What the hell? That is insane!" And so I finished my set, and I never, I'm, I'm a complainer to anyone, but I was like, "Fuck this guy!" I went up to the front desk and I talked to the front desk clerk. I was like, "Hey, this, these guys are harassing me. I don't know what the hell is their problem." I've been on this thing for not even 15 minutes, and they were, they were berating me within five minutes, and they were calling me a bitch. And I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" And then he's like, "Well, oh, shit, what?" The hell? And so I explained it to him, and then he went to talk to the guys. And the guys both took off immediately. One of them actually ran off when the the employee started approaching them, and then he, he so he talked to the taller guy, and then the taller guy left after a few minutes. After I saw him on the cables that I was using, after I was done, he used them for twelve minutes. I timed him. Well, he, what workout did he do on them? He was doing shoulder um lat ra- shoulder raises in something else. What's crazy about it is, first of all, it's not your gym; it's a public gym. If someone's on a machine. Whatever, and you know i, I don't. And get- I was like, I was like, guys, I got here early, so n- I was like, next time you get here before me, and you can use it. But I was here first. Yeah, the thing about it is, every pretty much every workout you do at a gym, you can do the exact similar muscle group or same kind of exercise. With dumb like free if, with a free different yeah. different form of equipment. Yeah, what you can do that with dumbbells, machine, you machine, do it with bands, you can do it belt. anything. Yeah. So it's it's insane. Like when people like that, they they go to the gym. And they're like, I have to use the squat rack. I have to use this. It's like I understand you really want to use the squat rack. You think it's your whole workout is going to be centered around that when you're walking to the gym. But sometimes you can't control if you get yeah. to use a piece of equipment or not, and you just have to just be like, all right, whatever. I can't use that. I can do something else that is just as beneficial for the muscle groups that I'm trying to focus on. You know, I don't even do heavy squat anymore because it's just kind of stressful sometimes when just dealing with getting a squat rack. Yeah, I've waited up to 30 the, minutes. sometimes. All the looks you get yeah. if you, when you're on the squat rack and people just sitting down, like waiting for you to be done. It's just like makes me really uncomfortable. And I, I like squat rack a lot, but I think it can. There have been plenty of other things that are yeah, just as beneficial. Or I not, stopped like, doing it for that reason. Like, dude, like there's so much you can do That is just as good as squat rack for whatever muscles you're trying to work. But whatever you're trying to work on, you can do at least a handful of other things with different types of equipment. Maybe it's not the exact workout that you want to do what's in your brain, but it's not your – the world doesn't revolve around you. And these guys, man, that sounds like – the crazy mentality to be at a public space like a gym where people are just trying to get healthier – you don't. you don't want it to be, you don't want to have a toxic experience like that. Yeah. But then these dudes just show up. They're probably so insecure, so irritable, You're so sh- arrogant. Yeah, the, the first guy, you should have seen his, the look on his face when I told him I was using the cables. That's you, insane. The look on his face was like, it's like, they got, there are these guys and they act like they own everything. They act like it's, how dare you use the cables when I want to use the cables. It's so bizarre. It's the thing I love the gym and I love working out but there are there are a lot of ta- toxic dudes yeah. at the gym that make it sometimes a very uncomfortable experience. I've almost had a break up a couple fights. I've talked about how some guy wanted to fight me in the locker room once yeah. because of his I tripped over his I actually tripped over his shoes that were everywhere. I didn't even see him on the floor. But I've also I almost had a break up a fight between two other guys where one guy was on a squat rack just minding his own business doing squats next to me and some other guy was on the leg press. And the, the other guy on the leg press just walks over to the other guy. He's like, hey, what are you looking at, man? Why do you keep looking at me? And the guy's like, what are you talking about? He's like, what do you keep looking at me for? huh? You want to go right now? You want to go? So it's like it's like he's probably just like looking at the clock. And also that's just what humans do. They like look around a room wherever yeah. they are. They it's like, it. eye contact. It's, just like yeah. it's addictive or it's just like a thing that humans do is they make eye contact with people when you're, when you're surrounded by people. It's all, It's always good to check your surroundings with the world we live in today. But it blows my mind that like people, I don't know what it is if they're just – very unhappy in their lives and they just have to take it out on people who are just minding their own business in public. It it is that. I think that these two guys, because, and then you should have seen them like after, before the, before we started yelling at each other and I, I lost my temper, but I didn't like go, I wasn't screaming, but I was like, I'm sick of this. Like, don't call me a bitch. Like what there's, that's uncalled for. The mentality to do that? That's insane. But you should have seen before them after they both asked me twice how long I was going to be. And I'm telling you, I timed myself. I, I got on the cables at 7.18 because I like to time myself so I don't take too long. And by so I got on the cables by – no, I got into the gym at 7.18, got on the cables by 7.24. And then by 7.35, they were asking me to hurry up. So That's I wasn't crazy. even on them for 10 minutes. That's not. But you man. should have seen them after they both asked me twice. I saw them on the turf just standing next to each other, like sniggering and laughing and just staring at me. And I heard, I could, I had my headphones on, but I overheard, like, take it forever. And I and I just, like, stared, I just looked at them. I gave them this look. Like, I was just like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? And then I was, I just couldn't, like, so immature. And I think that these people like this, you know, it, I saw this clip. Russell Brand, he was talking about um, how the, our culture is becoming, and our society is becoming very much fueled by opposition. And opposition in terms of, you know, Enemies like you're my enemy, and like I'm mad at you just because. You, like, you have to pick a side have, of everything. Yeah, everything is a conflict, and it's like these are the kinds of people that, like, if someone pulls in front of you in traffic, like you're mad at them for it, or if they have to slow down to take a turn, you're like, oh, they're slowing down in front of me. How dare they? It's like this like ego maniacal feeling that people have of like any anyone if they affect me or deter me in any way, they're a problem, and they're my enemy and it really makes no sense at all at because you're in a public environment and you don't have any right to do anything to to tell people what to do or how to hurry up or and i've waited at the gym for things for like 20 minutes sometimes it's no big deal it's, it's no i'll just i'll just sit, under, I'll, stuff I'll just sit down and if if i'll wait for like 10 15 minutes and if it's not ready i'll just go do something else but i've ne- i've never even thought about ever asking someone how long they're going to be i've just if once, maybe a couple times, be like, hey, how many sets you got left? No big deal. And I walk away. If someone comes up and asks me how many sets I have, I let them know how many sets I have left. And then I'll be like, but if you want to join in, you're welcome to join in. I'm doing like cable flies. So you're welcome to jump in if you want. Or like last week, I was doing cable fly- flies on the double um cables. And some kid asked me how many sets I had left. I'm, I'm like, I-, I have two sets left, but like you can jump in. He's like, I'm doing lat pull-downs. I'm like, dude, go go ahead. Just adjust yeah, the weight. And I've a done the pull- same thing like, for it's no people. no big deal. If they're nice. But this guy, the first guy, you should have seen his face. Because not because not only did he not ask me if I was using the machine that I was standing at, he just tried to take one of the handles away. And I had to be like, hey, man, I'm using this. I'm literally right here using this. And he, the look on his face when I told him that, I was like, this guy's a fucking that's asshole. Super, I can tell. That's really rude etiquette but just like the narcissism involved with thinking that like just because someone like it it, you're the one who's the only person who can be using a machine yeah but if someone else is on it then it's a problem yeah but like i used to be get very irritable about things like not like that specifically but like in traffic or you know someone cuts you off and you yeah, get really I'm yeah i'm guilty of it too but like over the last like i would, almost like two or three years and i used to make a, fun, a lot of funny sketches about it with my old content of <laughs> like screaming in traffic but that was just for comedy that wasn't me what how i really am in traffic that's just like making fun of bostonians because yeah, that's what we do they all are but like the last two or three years i've just really just tried to relax and and just realize that like people aren't like twisting their mustaches trying to like disrupt your day yeah. or try to hit your car it's very dangerous it can be at times and sometimes people do horrific things um and almost hit you and it's serious really you things, could die yeah. driving if you get a car accident even in even if you're not on the highway if you're going fast enough or if it's the right situation but it, it's just important to remember that you know they're not trying to ruin your day or just hit your car sometimes you know everyone makes mistakes some people are just crappy drivers and you just got to accept that and just it's it's just got to let it go because it's things like that. Like if someone cuts you off and you get too upset about it, it can kind of ruin your entire day. And then like maybe you're just very u- upset and, and you're, you're irritable. And then but then you something realize else that's, happens. Not, that's not what you're really upset about. Yeah, it's, it's really things that like that's just an outlet to get out some bad feelings you have inside. And so in those situations you lash out. So I think this is an example and just like having bad road rage is an example of like, I'm mad about something or I'm upset about something deeper and something I don't want to address. And so I'm letting my anger out in this situation instead. Yeah. That's what It's projecting that those problems, those internal problems. And projecting them onto situations where you can easily vent without it being like, this is what I'm really mad about. It took me years to get rid of my road rage. Yeah, And like now, the only I'll only get upset in the car if it's something egregious. Mm-hmm. And if, if it's really irresponsible and like if I have like someone in the car, like I, rem- I remember I used to get upset like if I had my ex in the car and someone like made an irresponsible move that almost caused us to get into an accident. And I'd be like, I would be mad because I didn't like they're putting her life at risk. You know what I mean? And that's unacceptable for me. And that's what would piss me off. Also, like, a lot goes into the road stuff and driving in terms of, like, if you're in a car accident, the, the hassle that comes, like, the aftermath yeah. of getting in a car accident, it's just a pain. So I think yeah. that also attributes it to it as well. And also, I would I don't want to get into a fight. It's the worst I'm, thing you could I'm, ever do. I'm 32 years old. I would go to prison if I hurt someone. It's really good that you didn't like lash out physically yeah. because they were egging you on. They wanted, they kept, they, approaching they, me. They wanted they kept approaching. They wanted, they wanted you to like push them or, or yeah. Swing they wanted at them. me to come up to them. That's the only reason why someone call would call someone a bitch five times in yeah. public. It's it's crazy. Like they were just trying to entice. He you. He wanted me to start. He shit wanted with you him. to push him. He yeah. wanted to start a fight. He wanted to show how tough he is. It's yeah. just LDE big time. Mm-hmm. What's LED, L-D-E. LDE, little dick energy. Oh. <laughs> Big time. Uh, oh, absolutely. It's it's just like, I just stayed I kept my feet planted at and the I didn't gym, move. Bro. I'm, I'm, I that's what I was saying. I was like, we're at the gym. I was like, you call me a bitch at the gym? Look at yourself. I, I'm, I maybe he'll think about that. No, no I doubt it. People no. like that, I don't think I don't think those two guys are going to go home and They're going to look up. at me as the bad guy. They will. Yeah, I, mean, I can't believe he told me And now they're gonna, if they see me at the gym, they're going to think I'm you and they're going to probably start start stuff with me. But you did the right thing in terms of of not getting physical with them, just trying to, I mean, try, it is what it is, you know, a lot of people could have handled that in the worst situation, I think, but the, the worst thing you could ever do is get in a fight, you know? Oh, yeah. It's so cool on movies and TVs, and like, you, the, the fantasy of like, getting in a fight and winning a fight's amazing, but like, the aftermath of getting in a fight is, it it could consequences be, could be, catastrophic, you yeah, know? could be terrible. Not just financial stuff, but you could break a nose, you could break a limb, you could get, you could literally get killed. You don't know how crazy these people are, mm-hmm. you don't know what their, what's in their bloodstream at the time. I mean, there are deadly objects all around at a gym. There's weights, there's 45-pound dumbbells and stuff like that. So you don't know what's going to happen, especially if, like, there's two against you. And, like, people at the gym, they're not going to help. Sec- like, gym trainers aren't going to help There were you. trainers nearby. They didn't say anything. I've seen multiple yeah. fights almost happen at the gym, and, j- and trainers just kind of try to pretend like it's not going on. I, I understand they're not security guards. It's yeah. not their freaking job yeah. to, to break up fights. But, um, I mean, what are those biceps for? But uh, <laughs> That's for sure. But the worst thing you could do is just get enticed into getting in a fight mm-hmm. i mean you don't know what could happen and it's just horrific you don't want that on your record it's just the dumbest thing i think anyone it's 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 tough to like not respond emotionally to stuff like that but the most important thing you can do is just if it's bad just walk away yeah just walk away i did it's i not finished my it. set and walked and i left it's absolutely not like, worth it and i I, was, wa- I wanted so badly to say something to him afterwards i i was like because i saw him on the cables and i was just like across the gym and i was like oh, i i want to say something but i was like leave it alone Never, I don't want to address it. It can get worse. I'm just going to sit here and finish my workout. Really? So people like that should just be, they should get their memberships revoked. Yeah. Like, for uh, unfortunately, I think you did the right thing in terms of reporting them because you don't want people like that. In to the think gym, they to do, can get away with that to do have interactions with that people yeah. other people again. I mean, that's not like yeah. you're not like being a snitch. It's just like an, a very unsafe. thing I've for never people. done anything like that, but I was like, I need to tell the management this because this kind of behavior is absolutely uncalled for it's our, it's in a, a public yeah. place. Yeah, it, it should be dealt with, and unfortunately, the manager wasn't there. Yeah, I, it was just like a front desk clerk who talked to the guy. But like he's he's a young the front desk clerk was Nothing young, do, you know he's not he's like I can't do anything. I was like, hey, I, no worries. I was just, I asked him if a manager was there, and I told him what happened, and I, and he said there wasn't a manager. I was like, I mean, if there's no manager here, you can't really do anything about it. So I mean, like, it's okay, I guess. Yeah, it's pretty messed up. Uh but I think you handled it pretty well. Thanks, man. It's just so messed up. Yeah, I'm still I was in I was in disbelief. There's a lot of toxic dudes out there, man, and it makes really people uncomfortable in public and stuff like that. It's horrible. I mean. It's nuts. You're just at the gym trying to get healthy, get your pump in before your Chipotle, and then you got these bros just being the most bro dudes of all time, (laughs) just being jerks, dude. And on top of it, the gym was not crowded at all. There was no one there. God forbid they wait ten minutes to use cables. You got what? What was the rest of your workout going to be? Just do that stuff now. I don't know. What were you going to do after? Just go bench press. (laughs) Whatever you're doing, like holy shit. My God. Alora, Alora, Alora. All right, now let's 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 lighten up a little. Bit. Yeah, it was that just was, it was just like conflicts a little fun to talk about. That was a intense. Gossip. That's a lot that's that's more conflict than any of the Kardashian episodes last <laughs> season, I'm sure. <laughs> that was pretty spicy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any uh, almost fights this week so I can't really counter with that. You've just been running. I can't match that story. Just light runs this week. Well, we had a nice week. Uh, we saw a couple of our, our good friends and fans of the show. Couple of yeah, a couple of chosen one patrons that were patrons. in the area, yeah. and yeah. we met up with them. It yeah. was super, fu- Cody super cool. Cody and Calvin. It was so fun hanging yeah. out with y'all. And then uh, Calvin's fiance. Mm. It, was, it was really incredible. Yeah. yeah. It, was really, it was really nice. Yeah, it was nice. It was and we, we definitely want to try to plan to do a live event soon. I think we're going to try to obviously do it in Los Angeles I just wasn't – I'm not sure how many people would show up, but I did a poll. LA is a good test, though, for it. Yeah, because I, I mean, we'll test it and see what happens, and then maybe we could do it uh, in other areas of the country. I had – so I did an Instagram story for a poll. Would you go to a Raiders fan event in Los Angeles? And 50 people said yes on Instagram. Hell yeah. So that's like – if people sh- – 50 people showed up to, like, a, a venue, if we, like, rented out a venue to do, yeah. like, a, a live show or something, that's a lot. And plus, if they bring someone each, that's, like, 100 people. So, yeah. like – I think we'll definitely have to, we'll do it when we get back from. Should we we charge like five bucks a ticket? We'll figure something on whatever so, whatever the venue is, but uh, mm-hmm. something super cheap so that yeah. like everyone can afford it. Because yeah. I'm sure some people will be traveling from far away. Mm-hmm. But um. I think, yeah, so we'll maybe look into some venues in Los Angeles. Maybe and that'll re- be a fun recording, too, Yeah, to post. Rent, like, a like a theater out that has, like, I don't know, 100 seats or something like that. Yeah. That'd be super fun. That'd be, that'd be great. That'd be a blast, <laughs> and we'll figure out what to do if we do, like, a live show. Or, yeah, we can do, like, an interactive and stuff, Yeah, play it, games and yeah, stuff. That'd be super fun. That'd, I, we definitely should. we we got to plan that concretely after the vacation. But yeah, in 12 hours, 50 people said yes. So that's, that's, wow, that's, that's pretty cool. That means that 50 people are local or would travel that distance. And mm-hmm. I think I think I think we'd be surprised how many people would show up to a live event. Honestly. Yeah, we have we have great friends. I really do. Y'all great fans, great fa- fa- fans. It's incredible yeah. the support y'all have given us over the last two years, almost now. It's, it's, time's flown by, but man, this community's building, especially in that Discord. It's popping every day. I, I, it's funny we didn't know what Discord was three months ago, and now we're, we're on it all the time. It's a great. It's, it's a great fun. app. It's a great app. It's fun. It really is. And you know, it, we didn't really understand how much people love the show. Until we were on Discord, honestly, I didn't realize how much people understood in terms of, like, the inside jokes or, like, the little, little anecdotes we talked about or mm-hmm. things in our personal life that we have brought up. I don't like to talk about my personal life too often, uh, especially, like, my interpersonal relationships. But, like, little things about my personal life that I have brought up on the show, people know. it's like, that's wild. That yeah. means, like, even this, this like, one-minute thing I talked about on this random episode from, like, eight months ago, people know what it was. And Discord is a really interesting app. It's kind of like an accidental... um breakthrough for future communication where you can just have all these great chats like we have chat rooms threads and then it makes streaming super easy as opposed to Zooms which are always like faulty links sometimes don't work and you're like oh are you in the room now? Are you you in now? But Discord makes it so seamless to like get into a video call with people and to stream something. It's really an amazing app that I think is so versatile and definitely has a strong future in terms of telecommunications and and social um, interactions on the internet, I think it's absolutely going to be a main player for the future. Yeah, every time I'm on it, I'm like, this is the future and, you know, people are going to be communicating like this probably for a very long time and it'll just probably evolve and and change and adapt to what people want and adapt to new technology going forward. But it seems like just kind of like a constant state of communication, which there are so many pros and cons to it. Like when you think about it, like what if that is the was is the ultimate state of humanity because we are social animals the most social animals on the planet obviously and then what if like the constant communication digitally is like the peak social stat or social world that we would want to live in internally but also there are downsides to it where all you are is communicating with people and if you're on technology all the time is that a detriment to mental health is it a detriment to bodily physical health or, or all sorts of other things but it's it's a really interesting pro and con situation and also but uh con is you also lose connection to nature in the world around you True. in a lot of ways but the world's evolving so yeah. fast and i that's why i can't wait to go to y- 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 yosemite and I, i'm so excited because i love nature as well and i think it's really important to get out there and get outdoors that's why i like running because i'm outside for an hour and a half running and i'm just no phone no connection i just run with my uh My GPS watch, that's it. It's not even an Apple watch or anything. It just tracks where I am. You won't believe this if I told you, but I run like the wind blows.
0: Goodbye, bench press Adios, squat rack Fare thee well, kettlebell. Hey, Kellen, need a spot? No, Jake from State Farm I'm just saying goodbye to my pricey gym membership What? Don't give up what you love State Farm has options like insuring your home and ride with great rates on both Nice Hey, can I buy you a protein shake or a granola bar? For surprisingly great rates Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there Call or go to statefarm.com for a quote today.
2: It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to one day early.
1: But um, that's why I like it. I run through Pasadena in these small suburbs that have a lot of, like, trees and little Yeah, little I always parks do my walks like around trees because the oxygen is so much cleaner. Than where we a... live. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we live in Highland Park, yeah. so it's, like, not as nice. There are trees, but, like, not it's, in, it, like, rows. It, 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 there's some, some stinky parts of town. Yeah, yeah. But, like, we're, we're, we're in a stinky part of town. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> around Occidental, there are more trees. And I try to I <laughs> well, try to stay Eagle around. Rock. Yeah, Eagle Rock. I try to be around there. Yeah, I like to run through Pasadena because I love nature. I love trees, and I think it's really important to... I mean, I'm on my phone a lot. I'm on, on my computer a lot, you know, obviously several hours a day, but every day I'm like an hour away from whatever. I'm away from my phone or my computer for an hour at least every day. Well, I know something crazy about trees that just like blew my mind is, um, so think about, think about tree roots. How, like, take like a, a tall tree. Like how deep down do you think the roots go? Like down for, like into the earth? Probably like a tall tree, like, like, a tall tree. like our tree in the backyard. Like a 40 foot, like a 30 foot tree. tree. Yeah. Probably like five feet deep, but I feel like they stretch out really far. So, yeah, they actually, it's shorter than that. They only go down a few feet, Mm -hmm. but then they expand across the crust of the ground. Yeah, I knew they expanded super far. Like super far. And so the tree tree roots don't even go that far into the earth. They just go wide. That's why whenever I see like those cute animations people make of like, yeah. you know, you see the, the, there's the one of the, like the iceberg, this is the top of it sticking yeah, up yeah, really yeah, underneath yeah. it so much. And then people are like, this is what a tree looks like. But then in the ground, it's the exact same thing. It's like a mirror image. I'm like, nah, no, true. that's not no, what, not what it looks like at all. <laughs> it's really fascinating. It's like a flat disc of roots yeah. on, in the earth. It's really cool. Because yeah, if you see it on the sidewalk, especially in New England, because that ground is so rough, they, yeah. they pour out of sidewalks a lot mm-hmm. because they don't really go that. Deep, they're just. I thought they were a little deeper than that, but that's interesting. No, yeah, it's it's pretty fascinating. I know they don't like go straight down. Yeah, and that's what keeps them, I think, balanced, especially. Yeah, for sure. Because like if you um, like if you want to lift up something that's heavy, if it's smaller and more compact, so say you lift up something that's twenty pounds, like a kettlebell, pretty easy. But then if you lift up uh, a disc that's super wide that's twenty pounds, that'll feel heavier. Or just think about it like a like a tent pole. You stuck you stick a temp or like just a pipe. You stick it down into the ground, dirt. It might stick for a while, but it'll become unbalanced wobbly. eventually yeah. and wobbly, and could fall sideways. But if you just have something with a flat surface, it's gonna yeah, stay flat, stay forever. Yeah. Wow, it's pretty interesting. Nature, man, we're blowing people's minds right now. <laughs> <laughs> I always wondered, like, would you think, would you, wouldn't you say that like a, a lawn of grass is just one plant? I feel like you, this, is or another or thing. like a giant field of grass, isn't that just one plant? No, because like grass seeds, it's like a ton of seeds. Yeah, but it's right? all connected. Is it so? they connect so it's not originally one plant but then it becomes it's one. not like it's one blade of grass per each seed it's like it's all just a giant plant if you think about it so the seeds all interconnect too yeah same thing with trees trees interconnect as well and they te- technically become like one plant but like you can look at like a huge field of grass is technically one thing It's very interesting don't you think but you, you could cut it out and just put it somewhere else and then it's like another thing indeed but it would grow <laughs> into another giant plant and it'll lead to another clue and that will lead to another clue <laughs> <laughs> Nature's so fascinating. I can't wait. So when this is airing, I will have finished my half marathon, but I'm going I went to Yosemite with some friends on how you like it? Friday. It was great. <laughs> so we went Friday morning and then uh did like the race expo on Friday night and then we'll we're gonna do a hike. You're staying in a cabin. Like yeah, we cabin? got like a cabin? really nice cabin. It's like a two floor cabin, three bedrooms. I got my own room, my nice. own bed. That's that was my only one requirement. And then um, there's six of us. <laughs> we going have too. high standards. <laughs> I have high sleeping standards. Well, not high. Well, I like I don't I can't sleep on a couch. Yeah. You know I can't do that. And I'm running 13 miles. I need to get a good night's sleep the night before and the night after for to recover. Or else I'm gonna be dead for like two days. How much is it split up? The price? Um, it was like for two nights. It was like 157 each. Well, I got my room, so I think mine's a little more. That's not bad for two nights. It's not bad at all. No. I'll pay that no problem. And um, no problem, no question. Two asked. floors, and both floors have a beautiful front porch area. Like both floors, like you can walk out of the bedrooms on the second floor, and it's really nice. And uh, I can't wait to check it out and stay there. But it's pretty close to where we run. But in general, the the race is going to be along Bass Lake. For the most part of it, like the last like the last like eight miles, just running along this beautiful lake with these beautiful views. But I, I watched a couple videos that of like you can see like the a time lapse of the run. And it's just going to be gorgeous. Just the most beautiful. I'm just going to be like mouth agape like, oh, my God, look at this. <laughs> all I've been in L.A. for two years straight. Like this is going to be incredible. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, Big Sur is the most beautiful place I've ever been. And it's it's crazy to think how close it is to L.A., and it was just mind-blowing. Yeah, I can't wait. And then we're going to do, after the, after the half, we're going to do, uh, we'll eat and recover, obviously, because we'll be rocked. But then uh, we're going to do like a, one of those hikes probably, if not at night, but in the morning before we come back to L.A., we'll do like a big hike. Nice. So it's going to be a great weekend. Lots of steps getting in. So many getting, steps. getting lots of steps in. <laughs> I'm going to be dead. My feet are, I'm going to take a nice ice bath when I get back. What's here. the food for, like celebratory food? We might get some lunch afterwards, obviously, but we're gonna do like a big barbecue at night. Like, just oh, get a nice. bunch of chicken burgers and, and beers and tequila, and just like have a big like barbecue. The shots will be taken. Shots will probably if uh, if our friends go and I know her. I'll do shots. Sh- shots. I'll, do, I'll do tequila shots before I drink beer. Yeah. But like, I can't be doing them like at ten o'clock at night. Yeah, she she's great because she's that she's every that, every group of friends has a shot person. Yeah, the shot person. Shot she o'clock. Can't. Shots. Who's doing shots? It's so funny. And <laughs> she always. She manages to uh, convince me to do them most of the time. If we get mezcal, like I think I'll get mezcal. Nice, but um, yeah, I'm very excited, and it'll be a good. And then all the hiking, I think, is going to be good prep for when we're in Italia, mm -hmm. in in Europe which is only 3 weeks away but so we got a lot going on this month it's very busy but we've been working super hard yeah we i just filmed i just recorded 6 audio episodes that will be sprinkled throughout the vacation yeah. for us we've been grinding cuz we we we've got pretty much every episode every monday and thursday episode shot except for one already uh, that will be airing in may while we're in june while we're gone because 5 episodes it'll be five, Mon- 5 it'll be 5 episodes for mondays and thursdays while we're away they're all filmed except for one we'll get that done this week and we'll have them all edited so that we won't miss a beat. The show won't stop. We'll probably do a few. Obviously, we won't be able to do the Obi-Wan and Stranger Things stuff yet. So we'll wait until we get back to do that. But we got to make sure the show keeps going on, you know? It will go on. Oh, don't worry. And don't then, you worry. Yeah. And then we, we should probably film some stuff just so we when we get back, we don't have to immediately do something yeah. right away. They're really fun episodes, too. We're doing uh we're, we're, two episodes. We went through the IMDb Top 100. So we did the uh, num- movies 50 to 1. And then we did movies fifty one to hundred. Went through them all. We did a big Q and A that you all sent us questions for, fun. which was super fun. We did an episode um, with a TikToker, big influencer on TikTok, a film film influencer. influencer. That's the film word influencer. I like to use. Yeah. Where she does great movie trivia. So she gave us a hundred question movie trivia quiz, and me and Anthony just went against each other, and we'll find out. you can find out who won that when that airs. So that was a ton of fun. We did. There was ten rounds with ten questions each. It was a blast, super funny. They were good questions. And then we uh we have another TikTok influencer, another film influencer, another sorry, another film influencer, big account on TikTok who, um, also is gonna we're just gonna talk about the state of cinema and, and talk about everything because he's got a lot of really great, interesting takes, and he's a, he's a cool guy. So and and obviously if you're a big film influencer or film influencer on TikTok or Instagram or YouTube, definitely hit us up because we're happy to have people who have, like, large followings and accounts reg- that are have to do with film, movies, or TV because mm. we want to, like, start incorporating more people like that in the show. And we want to have more mix guests. Mix it up and yeah. just have more guests because it's hard to get, like... Like A list and B list actors on the show, but it's a lot They've easier. They've all to, rejected us. It's a lot easier to have people who have like big followings on social media. And I think that'd be fun because a lot of those people aren't exposed to podcasts or not on podcasts. And I think our audience, yeah, they don't that. have podcasts, most of them. But yeah. If you got like 100, 200 or more thousand followers, hit us up for sure. Oh, that's that's for sure. That would be great. So yeah, we so like to mix things up. Lots coming out for you, and we'll still be doing the weekly chats while we're in. in uh, but I'm looking forward Italy. to those because we'll be ta- telling you all about what we're doing in, yeah. in this countries and what we're seeing and eating and the uh, sights and how the trip has been going. So I'm looking forward to talking. Yeah, about so we're that. gonna bring a microphone in, in our sound, some of our sound gear, and we'll just like get it up for you every Saturday to the weekly chat for sure. See where we're at, mm-hmm. what we're doing. It'll be a lot of fun. Should we do, be doing the news too? The movie news will do as well, too. Yeah. So the movie news won't stop. So we'll yeah. we'll be working while we're there. Take but, the, yeah, on the trains or the in time, hotels. The time difference yeah. will be different. And obviously, we'll be chilling in the Airbnbs here and there to get some rest. Mm-hmm. And we'll, That's when we'll do some work. But it, it's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait. Anthony's just ecstatic because obviously, he's never been out of the country, really. And so he's just been watching and binging Italy food <laughs> videos on TikTok and Instagram. Keeps, I keep sending you them keep to sending you. me stuff. I keep sending you like locations, and you just keep sending me, oh, look at this burger place, man. Look, <laughs> look at, at this at carbonara. I had no idea Italy had such great burgers. <laughs> <laughs> well, the meat there is higher quality. And so they're able able to cook it much rarer than they do in America. And I love a bloody rare burger. And it depends on what region we're in in terms of what kind of food we should get. We can obviously get whatever you want. But when we're in Tuscany, got to get meat as as much as possible. Like they got in like Florence. Some veal. Some veal. The pork steaks are really good. there. steak as well. And then obviously Venice is kind of like everything. Pasta, pizza, seafood. Uh, Rome, same thing with pasta, pizza, seafood, everything. But Napoli and Naples, we got to do pizza. That's supposedly the best pizza uh, in the world, in the world, in in Italy, I want the pizza that you have to cut with scissors. Yeah, so they, so they give you a, a whole pizza uncut and a pair of scissors, and you just cut your own pieces. Every out of pizza it. in Italy is served uncut. Usually, mm. they'll give you every place I went to gave me a fork and knife. Mm. I'm sure you could ask. It depends. For it. Yeah, yeah, it depends on the place. I'm sure I could have asked, but I didn't even know. Like the first time I ordered, well, I think it's a tradition in Napoli more than anywhere else. Yeah, I think that's, probably and that's where, it where you is. didn't go. I didn't go to Naples, yeah. and so everywhere I went, the first time I got sent a cent of pizza, like I ordered <laughs> pizza, it was. It was delicious. It was, in, uh, <laughs> it was in Rome, in Trastevere, and uh, I got this mushroom pizza, and I was so excited for it. And obviously, the waiter brought it over and put it down in front of me. He's like, enjoy. He gave me a fork and knife, and it's not cut. I'm like, what? <laughs> and then it's really fun. You cut your own pizza. It's just like eating like anything else with a fork and knife. It wow. was really a really fun, interesting experience because then I looked around everywhere around me, and everyone's eating with fork and knife because in America, it's always pre-sliced. And I'm sure most countries in Europe, it's pre-sliced. In, you just eat it with your hands, but it's really different. And also the kind of restaurant, it, it has, different restaurants have different etiquettes. Like there are restaurants in Italy where there's no host or maybe there is a host, but you still just sit yourself. Like you don't have to ask for a table. You can just sit down anytime. And then um, there are different kinds of restaurants. Like there's a mom and pop kind of restaurant or a real restaurant restaurant or even like a lower class restaurant that just has a couple of dishes and is pretty low quality, but it's cheaper. So there are all sorts of kinds of restaurants and then there's like a ritzy restaurant and then just like a pizza shop and they just specialize in pizza. So there's all, all kinds of restaurants, just like there are here, different kinds of etiquettes involved in terms of whether you, when you walk into a place, is it a sit down or do you have to get set? Do you have to pay at the table or you have to bring the check up to the counter and pay at the counter after you eat, even though it's a restaurant? And so everything's a little different here and there. Wow, you've been doing a lot of research, huh? Oh, yeah, tons. Now, do you tip or not in Italy? Um, you ask if it's on the tab. No, you don't you, you don't tip. Well some places you can. Not, not all. Of not them. usually. It's it's you don't tip in Italy. Well you can You can. There, you are, can, there are places where you ask if it's already included. Yeah. No, but it's 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 a thing in Italy, like you don't tip. Yeah. Well it's nowhere like, in Europe. Isn't this everywhere else in Europe? Nowhere in Europe. Oh really? Nowhere. I didn't know that. Yeah. No one in Europe tips. Society says tip these people, but don't tip these people. Yeah. Problem. It's corrupt. It's corrupt. Yeah, it's it, it keeps tipping. restaurants. <laughs> Oh, make, paying, yeah, paying super employees super low. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of a, a pretty messed up That's an American thing. Especially in Massachusetts. I don't know if it's gone up, but when I was a bartender and also servers as well there, they make, most restaurants, make, they make under $3 an hour. Yeah. You're making $3 an hour before taxes. In America, bart- taxes. Yeah. bartenders and servers generally live on their tips. So you have to get tipped well yeah. and you have to work hard for your tips. Whereas in the Europe, they get paid salary and it's a decent salary. So they don't even need tips. Yeah, so a lot of and restaurants. And oftentimes, they, it's like uh, offensive to, to want a tip like they don't want a tip Some yeah. oftentimes like it seems it's deemed worse disrespectful if you're in America definitely tip your servers yeah unless they're you. terrible unless they suck I yeah. still tip if it's really bad service I was yeah. cuz I was a bartender and served so like Even if the service is bad and the server is just like doesn't care, my they order my stuff. I give eighteen percent to a bad server. Like I still like we'll give like eighteen percent, but I always go twenty or higher every time I tip. Automatic. Besides that, if it's just if it's just decent to good service, yeah. For all the UK European fans, like in America, like twenty percent is a good tip. 18 is pretty good. 15 is okay. But today, but modern age with the digital technology and digital paying, like you'll go to everywhere and it sets up like, oh, this is our suggested tip. tip. Yeah. it's like it's like a suggested 250 tip for like someone who gave you a soda. It's like, bro, <laughs> <laughs> why am I tipping them? What's this tip for? <laughs> they they bagged my food.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, no,
1: I'll tip when I pick food up. Mm-hmm. Not, but like if I get takeout at a restaurant, because mm-hmm. most people don't even tip when they pick Same. food up. Yeah, yeah. Because when I was when I was a bartender, if it's like the middle shift when there's like it's just dead and there's no one, and it's like the that that two two hour period before the shifts, uh, the morning shift, lunch shift ends and the dinner shift starts. Usually there's like one or two people working each section or each area. You'd still have to uh, like bag something for someone occasionally, and you'll have to take a payment for someone picking food up. Most people don't tip when they pick food up. Yeah. It's a tough, tough job. It's a tough job. It is. It's, it's very humbling, though. Oh, yeah, big time. <laughs> but it always am- amazes me how some people, like the turnover in restaurants, is crazy. Like, it's always see in new and people out. Every two weeks, yeah, there's it's new it's always new people out. trading. And then you'll get people who just like, I don't know what it is but they like just can't do it. They can't take more than one table. Oh my god, it's the worst. They can't put orders in correctly. You have to like babysit them and handle their work for them. It's, it's pretty bad sometimes. Yeah. With I get it's a high pressure high stakes job. It's very fast, so not a lot of people are like that's not their kind of like strength yeah. or specialty or like their mentality. So and lot, some people are also very nervous in front yeah. of other people. So yeah. they can't even talk. It's it's nerve-wracking yeah. especially like your first month, you know, t- like going to the first few tables and it's very nervous the first time. Yeah, but yeah. then eventually it just becomes like whatever. You- then he's like, ah, oh, fuck, another on the goddamn table. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, just a one-top. Fuck. <laughs> Give me 12 people. Yeah, Come I'm on. Great. It's going to be a $2 tip for all this work. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you get confident, you're like, I want as many people as possible in this short oh, amount. Dude, of time. I was a superstar at the yeah. bar. It's, well, I, it's all about quantity just give me as many tips as that's possible make i was always shocked when people like some servers they're like give up tables give all the tables because they want to uh, leave early they don't want to work and so I was like yeah. dude that's how you make your money people and then people would like serve and then they want to leave early so then they'd give you their tables that they did all the work for but they want to go out and get a drink with a friend so they'll leave and you get to collect their tips even though they did all the work and i was always like give me your tables get out of here sure. Give me your Yeah, tables. have a great night, Steve. Thanks for the eighteen dollars <laughs> tip that I did nothing for at the table, you bonehead. I get it. You know, it's stressful. It's a stressful job. It really is. It's yeah. a tough job. It's very stressful. That's why I like to tip always. But um, I mean, if that's that was always my mentality. Like I'm here to make money. I'm trying to make the most yeah, money man. as possible. And also, not is, give up tables. There's a socialism in and not, it's not socialism, <laughs> socialism it's in, restu- in restaurant socializing, like kind of quality where people who work in restaurants still find like other people in that restaurant who like to go out and drink and they'll always go out drinking after every shift. And I would always get invited like, Hey, come on, we're going out. We're going to go get drunk. And i would always be like, no, I just busted my ass for this money. I'm not going to go spend 60 bucks on a few drinks. And they did every time, time and time again, always going out after work. And, and then I went out a few times with them just to like, I didn't want to keep getting ragged all the time because I never went out with them. They all probably thought you were weird. Yeah, and they would all be <laughs> doing shots and buying people drinks, and I I would watch people literally spend all the money they just worked for all night, and I, it didn't make any sense to me. Like, did you just work so you could go out tonight? I think is it's because it it's a high, I think it's because it's such a high stress job that people need to let loose afterwards. Yeah. I think that's what it is. I I understand. Because I would I wouldn't usually go out but I'd have like a beer when I got home or something. Like no. that's it's a kind no, of yeah, it's a job that. where you need to chill that yeah. stuff out. No, yeah, but then just I would see so much irresponsibility of like like why would you spend all the money you just earned for eight hours oh, yeah, like busting your ass. You spent it all just to get drunk and party till three AM I think it's also the mentality when you have cash in your pocket. It's yeah. easy to spend. Like cash like a lot of people when you leave a restaurant when you just had a shift, you got a lot of cash, usually a couple hundred bucks sometimes. And it's like really hard or it's enticing just like, yeah, "Uh, yeah. Whatever. I got the money. I got the cash right here. Let's go. Yeah. There's a bartender. I was pretty good friends with and We went out, I went out with him a couple of times after work. And every time we went out, we would go to like a nearby bar. He would literally buy drinks for people at the bar. And then he would just blow through like 120 bucks. And I would just sit there like, what the hell did we just why did you work tonight? And he's drinking like a soda water. Yeah, and, and, I'm, and I'm like, I'm saving, this I'm saving this money saving this money. And we moved to LA with that money. Yeah. So I was it's like, just a mentality, I think. Yeah. It's their life thing to do with them. Yeah. True. Sure. You do what you want. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. I do what I want. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm just a very frugal person. You are pretty frugal. Trader Joe's frugal frugal food and Well that's how that's the key. That was one of the main keys for us with the podcast was during COVID and like that year, year and a half between 2020 and June when we started the show and then the year going in for me, quitting my job, it was about being very frugal, not spending money when you didn't have to. Obviously, we went out. Obviously, I was shopping on Amazon, but I was like very smart with my money. I saved quite a bit because of COVID, not going out a lot like I used to. Not going out on dates all the time, not not like using dating apps. That's a ton. That's a big money drop. Money yeah, I didn't black date hole. at all like through it's the entire lockdown. Yeah. So I saved a bunch of money. And that's that's really was the key for me quitting my job. In addition to working very hard to building the podcast up, but saving that money that gave me the 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 padding to be to put in my two weeks to be like if it doesn't work out for the next six months, I can still pay all my bills for at least six months and even longer. So I was I was okay if all I had was the money in my savings account that I saved over that like year year and a half. So being frugal, if if that's your goal, is to try to get a different work work situation or life situation. And if if you have a goal of leaving your job, it's really crucial to be frugal, but also be frugal for a long time. You know what the biggest help that I, that I, the biggest change that helped me with spending money was um, this thing that I do where I annualizing purchases. So if you annualize, like I used to get coffee a lot, especially when I lived on an echo park. It's over like I used to go out for coffee almost every day. Like really cool coffee shops. Yeah, over Cool there. coffee shops. And then you add that up, you're spending like three to, three to four, probably four bucks per coffee, even just a regular coffee in LA. It's pricey. So let's at least, so just say four times a week, you get four coffees that's $16. And if you multiply that by, if you annualize that, so you annualize every purchase you make. So 16 times 52 is, hold on, let me get my calculator out. So like 800 bucks? Something like that. So 16 times 52,
2: 832. Is it acceptable to go to Mickey D's just for a drink? (laughs) Of course it is. But good luck leaving with just a drink. It's more than a drink. It's a Mickey D's drink,
0: and right now a small Minute Maid slushy is just one fifty nine. So all you have to do is choose a flavor, like the tropical mango or strawberry watermelon, and enjoy like it's meant to be enjoyed. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer.
1: That's just on coffee, and that's aside from coffee I buy for the house. And then also, if you like, spend money on takeout, which I did a lot as well—Postmates or. Getting fast food or takeout, and that you annualize those purchases you make every week. You might spend sixty bucks on takeout a week. That's three thousand dollars right there. If you annualize your Postmates, Uber Eats, whatever, all of yep. that, those fees, just the taxes, fee, the delivery fees, and tips on that, I bet you would make you sick to your stomach. That's most what, that's what made me frugal when I began annualizing all these purchases. I realized I'm blowing money away on all this stuff. Where if I go out less and even if I do go out, I don't need to have four drinks when I go out. I can have just one beer that's $7 as opposed to I used to spend 60 bucks if I went out from four drinks. You know what I mean? There's a big difference between that. And if you annualize it, see, you do the math of how much you spend on a certain thing that's regular. That'll make you think, I don't need to spend all this money on that. I can cut this out of my life or change the habit in a way of maybe getting less drinks if i go out then i'm saving a ton of money and you don't realize you're spending that much money if you look at it in small increments of a purchase purchase it purchase by purchase but if you look at it of 100 purchases of this thing then it's a lot of money also not drinking alcohol i saved a ton i didn't drink for like five months saved a ton of money oh yeah but what it was for me for becoming frugal which this will make I, i highly recommend everyone listening do this right do this Soon, so just take go on your bank account. Your if you have a debit card that you use regularly, or your credit card that you use regularly, or both. Whatever you make your purchases with every month on everything, go through your last statement and look at every single yeah. thing you purchased in that month period. It'll make you sick to your stomach. I for most people, I I i've did it a few times, and that's when I started becoming frugal. It was like I went through all my purchases, and I'm like, what the hell am I doing with my money? Obviously, a lot of them are just normal things, but also I had like subscriptions to things that I didn't know I still had that I was paying for like $10 here and there like for like a subscription that I never watched or I forgot about or, Mm. you know, I'm spending all this money on stuff that I don't really need. I didn't really get anything out of it. And like when you look at it all in a giant list format and you see how much it costs to the right it's just like. It, it made crazy. me stick to my stomach, like the some of my spending habits. And, and obviously, no one's perfect, but it's. I think it's important to if you're having financial issues or you want to. If you have a goal in the future and you need more money for something, definitely check out your te- your your uh, recent bills or your statements. Look at what you're purchasing, and then just, just X and cross off what you didn't need an unnecessary purchase here and there. Add all that up, and it'll blow your mind how much money you could have saved yeah i remember in my mid-20s i spent so much on dates yeah yeah dating so much expensive because like you have you have a few drinks and then the bill comes and you're like i got it i got it and then it's like 86 bucks yeah no problem and then you give the tip and it's over 100 dollars you do that seven times in a month that's a lot of money yeah and i was i was really bad with my money in my early in my mid-20s um and i was definitely in some very same tough situations i was at a point in my life i think i was twenty five and it was like maybe one of the lowest lows in my life this like year it's bad it was a bad year you know everyone has bad years in, in their I had, lives i was 26 was my bad year i couldn't even fill my gas tank up full i would put like 12 dollars in my gas tank that's like how bad it was like mm. i couldn't fill it up and because i didn't have enough money to do it mm. and my my credit cards were, were bad and it took me a while to get out of that debt but like it, it was like those little things of of trying to Realize how much money you're spending on things that don't matter yeah. and that you don't need, and then it's like, holy crap! I've spent thousands of dollars on this stuff, whether it be things I didn't use or or experiences or experiences yeah. that like were iffy or dates that I didn't need to go on or that led to nowhere or something like that. Yeah. Um, but like, I was in a bad sp- spot, and I think I'm sure people listening right now are in bad spots. But there there is a way to get out of it. It's just being smart with your money and just slowly over time. Just chinking away, you know, just shaving off some of the debt here and there every month. Just, just prioritizing and like just looking at what you're spending money on. Because when you don't look at your statements, you don't look at what you're spending money on. It seems like more of like, oh, it doesn't really matter. I'm just swiping my card. Just swiping my card. There's no, there's do. no consequences. Yeah. I don't have to think about it until later. I'm sure I have plenty of money in the bank account. But I think you should always be aware of how much money is in your accounts, and also. Check what subscriptions you're uh, you're still signed up to, and check what's actually being spent. Maybe maybe you've been hacked, and maybe someone's pulling seven dollars every month out of it. You know, seven dollars every month—that's almost yeah. hundred bucks. And it's also what's strange is this psychological thing happens where we're much more likely to spend money on things that give us pleasure than we are on practical things. So, like when you go grocery shopping or you're shopping for things you need, you'll be like, "Oh, I don't need this. That's too expensive. I'll get the discounted price or I'll get the cheaper version of whatever it is." and You'll go in the grocery store and be like, "I don't want to spend a hundred dollars. I want to spend eighty bucks or like, "Oh, that's too expensive. I won't get that." but then you'll go out and you'll buy like three drinks without even thinking about it, and that's sixty bucks like that's almost as much as your groceries and you all you do is get three cocktails and you're you don't even question that purchase. you know what I mean whereas you'll you'll question What kind of detergent I get, I want the cheaper brand because it's $2. Yeah, (laughs) because it's cheaper by 40 cents and I'll get the cheaper one. But I'm going to get another Moscow Mule that costs $16 without even thinking about it. So things that give us pleasure, we're much more likely to say yes to it and purchase it without even thinking about it. Whereas things that we actually need, we're much more critical of and much more – Credit like much more conservative with our money. I used to be like that, but now I'm the reverse. I am Where, like, I buy, like good detergent, yeah. good soap, good food. I need good paper yeah. towels and, yeah. and toilet paper. I can't soft, use the crap yeah, soft. And then, uh, like I'll get like good coffee now that yeah. I make and grind every morning. Like like really good whole beans because it's like those things that like now I'm frugal in other areas of my life. Those are the things that I get really more enjoyment out of because yeah. it's, like it's like little things like that that add less stress to your life. Or like you have like better things for cleaning I think it's sim- yeah. it's like little things but like having better hand soap than like the crappy stuff or better detergent, yeah. better paper towels and toilet paper, just like little things like that you don't think of but it actually just makes your life a little better. And think about it, uh, three things of good hand soap cost as much as a cocktail, Yeah, you know? Yeah, I guess. And then I'm not saying don't go out with friends and have a good time, but I learned that you don't need to have four drinks to have a good it's time. It's just your life. If yeah. that's if that's your priority is trying to yeah. save money, you can. That's what I'm saying, yeah. That's- to get the savings and to build up your your wealth, the living frugal is understanding that like you can have fun, but you don't like I, I realize like, oh, I don't need to get four drinks to have a good time. You don't have I don't to. even have to drink at all to have a good time. Yeah, you don't have to go out. Yeah. I mean, you can go out, but you don't have to drink. Yeah, exactly. Just a drink. It took me a while to learn that in order to save money. Yeah. It is what it is. All right, well, let's wrap this weekly chat up. Eclectic. That was a good, good mix of things to talk about. Uh, hopefully, Anthony doesn't get any more fights at the gym. We'll, we'll see. Know. I mean, who knows? I don't know. It's something about I, that I'm, face. It's just very punchable. I'm, I'm an antagonist. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Uh, we have some awesome episodes coming for you this week. This past week, if you haven't tuned in, we had seven on Thursday, which was such a blast to talk about. So definitely don't miss that. You won't want to. It was like two hours deep analysis. This week coming up, we have some great stuff. We'll be doing our Mother's Day episode on Monday with our mom, who will be our special special guest. It was a lot of fun to have her on, Janice. And then on Thursday this week, we are doing our Doctor Strange episode. It's a great we're gonna week. Go, we're going to go see it at IMAX tonight, so... Hopefully it's great, but we will just give our thoughts on it for Thursday, so stay tuned for that, and then hope you all have a great rest of your weekend. Movie news tomorrow. Take care, everyone. Bye. Raiders of the Lost podcast is a Mirror Image production. Sound mixing done by Jacob Kosler. Opening music by Chase Jackson. Here's
0: to the great American settlers. The millions of you who settled for unsatisfying jobs because they paid the bills.
2: we